Kingdom Exhortations February 2015 Read by John Morton Good morning. Are you flourishing in your walk with Jesus? Are you experiencing the joy and peace that accompanies an intimate, growing relationship with Him? If not, the first place you ought to examine is your adherence to His instructions in the Bible. Are you laboring to increasingly walk out and obey the will of God in your life? It is easy for us to get into the habit of going to church regularly and even reading our Bible while neglecting to practice and obey what we hear and read. Quote, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and, after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. End quote, James 1, verses 22 through 25. In Luke six forty-six, Jesus proclaims, quote, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? End quote. Although difficult for us to accept, it is only to the extent that we obey him that Jesus is truly our, quote, Lord, end quote. Throughout scripture, it is made abundantly clear that obeying God and doing his will is what he values. Jesus said, quote, whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother, end quote, Mark 3.33. Faith without action demonstrates unbelief. True faith will always produce the fruit of good works, quote, which God prepared in advance for us to do, end quote, Ephesians 2.10. Quote, what good is it if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds, end quote, quote, show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do, end quote, James 2.14 and 18. Quote, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. End quote, Matthew 7, 21. In Matthew 21, we find the parable of the two sons. A father told his sons to go work in the vineyard. The first son told him that he would not go, but later changed his mind and went. The second son said he would go, but didn't. Jesus then asked those listening which one did what the father wanted, and they answered the first one verses 28 through 31. In like manner, whether consciously or subconsciously, we often refuse to act upon God's word. We offer excuses to explain why we cannot do, or are incapable of doing, what it tells us. Moses provides a prime example of this when he argued with God about being sent to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Like the first son, he eventually went and performed the work God called him to do. Likewise, we need to put an end to our obstinacy and begin to do what we have been called to do, increasingly obeying Christ in every aspect of our lives. Let's begin to read the Bible as though it were written as a road map for the way we should live. If we are willing, we will increasingly see that, quote, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart, end quote, Hebrews 4.12. Remember that, quote, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight, 
everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. End quote Hebrews 4.13 As we work to obey God's word, it will more and more affect us at a personal level, becoming sharper and more alive in every aspect of our lives. A good place to begin studying the way God wants us to live is in Matthew chapters 5-7, through 7, the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus' teachings in this sermon are meant to be applied to each life at a personal level as we go through our daily routine. As these teachings are applied, people will begin to notice changes in behavior and reactions as you treat them with love and demonstrate greater patience and self-control. As we grow to apply and obey God's word more purposely and effectively, we will no longer be like the seed that fell among thorns, living lives in which worldly concerns, quote, choke the word, making it unfruitful, end quote, Mark 4, verses 18 and 19. Our lives will no longer be indistinguishable from those of unbelievers, and our words will become a reflection of what we do. As we go, let us, in the fear of God, truly internalize the final words of Jesus' sermon. Quote, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. End quote Matthew 7, verses 25 through 27. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9